Chapter 2. You mean I'm really that bad? The very next week, after the infamous you-don't-know-how-to-manufacture line, two kids named Brad and John showed up at our door. Brad and John had been missionary kids in Japan and had worked as translators for Japanese men who were teaching lean to American companies. They learned the concept so well, they decided to strike out on their own, and my company, FastCap, was their first victim. I was impressed by their observations, but their services came at a price that stunned me. $10,000 a week? I had a small business, not a bank. This was just out of my league. I knew I needed help, and I wanted to grow my business to the next level. Something about their no-nonsense approach appealed to me. I put the full court press on my wife and persuaded Leanne to let me spend the money. It has proven to be one of the most valuable decisions we have ever made. The journey was about to get serious. This would be like going from weekend basketball with the guys at work to serious Olympic training. Routine and normal days were history. They asked questions about everything, starting with, Why are you making so much finished product? I answered because it takes so much time to set the machine up for every variation of our products. We might as well make a whole bunch of each type and then we can pull from it as we need it over the next couple months. Brad and John told me that that was waste because you have to stock, inventory, and manage all those goods. If you make just what you need, you don't have to stock, inventory, and manage it all. That eliminates an enormous amount of waste. If the machine setup time is holding you back, then let's find a way to set the machine up more quickly. Instead of it taking 45 minutes, see if you can get that machine setup time down to five minutes. Look, I said, I could be your dad. I've been doing this for years. There's no way we're going to get that machine setup time down to five minutes and get it running with good parts. Brad smiled and said, you've got a lot to learn about lean. For the next week, they observed our production processes and evaluated everything we did, from grabbing the dies, changing the tools faster, the distance we walked to access certain equipment in the shop, to aligning jigs and fixtures on our machines. Every step of the process was evaluated for efficiency and simplicity. We ended up making significant changes to cut down the machine setup time, which then enabled us to easily produce the size, shapes, and colors according to specific customer orders rather than producing every possible variation in bulk. Lo and behold, instead of 45 minutes and a great big hassle, we got the machine setup time down to five minutes. I was eating some serious crow. More importantly, to this day, we continue to improve the process, getting it down to as low as two minutes. This was my introduction to lean thinking. I was absolutely certain that Brad and John's ideas were impossible to achieve. Yet right there before my eyes, in a matter of weeks, I saw the impossible materialize. This first experience with lean manufacturing introduced me to two fundamental principles of lean thinking, eliminating waste and continuous improvement. While the bank manager was impressed with the appearance of the clean and organized shop, Brad and John immediately saw a shop full of employees busily engaged in a cumbersome process that produced unnecessary inventory, which then required constant management and tracking. In order to eliminate the waste of excess inventory, 
we had to analyze our processes closely and find ways to improve them. Lean thinking presumes that everything can be improved continuously without end. If you think the idea of improvement is like going on vacation, something you do a couple times a year and then it's back to work, you're in for a big surprise. After reading the Toyota Way, I came away with a new appreciation for just how radical the idea of continuous improvement really is. I now realize that wasted energy, wasted money, wasted resources, and wasted time are continually pulling at each of us every day. If you think you have your life or business pretty well dialed in, you're clueless. Toyota still makes millions of improvements worldwide to their processes, and they've been thinking lean for over 50 years. As my good friend and lean buddy Jeff Koss says, waste is like gravity. It is pulling at you 24-7, and if you don't have a method to overcome it, you will lose, and it will win. Okay, that's it for chapter two. Don't you like these chapters? They're quick and short and lean because we like to cut straight to the chase in two-second lean. So the one thing here is you and I are 24-7 waste generators. In other words, you and I and all the processes we do every day are constantly generating waste. To prove it, just make a list of eight things you do every day, from getting ready in the morning, to taking a shower, to making your toast, to how you answer your emails, how you drive to work, how you collect your car keys, everything. Make a list. And I guarantee you, Every one of those processes is filled with waste. And when you begin to think lean, you'll start finding better and more efficient ways to eliminate that waste and life will get better. A couple lean videos you should consider watching. And of course, all these lean videos are very short. That's the best thing about them. They're generally a minute or two minutes long is lean burrito. That's a really fun one about me looking at a burrito and looking at all the waste in it when I ordered it from a fast food place. The next one is waste, waste, waste. It's everywhere. Another good one is lean, the waste of waiting. That's about getting off an airplane. And I don't think there's a human being in the world that hasn't experienced that. 